This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, the podcast that's normally equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. But lately, it's really becoming a deep dive into different creatives and wellness entrepreneurs' journeys, and I'm loving that. So today we have Niraj Nayak, also known as the Renegade Pharmacist, who is a certified UK pharmacist turned holistic wellness, brain training, and breathwork expert. He's one of the most sought-after spiritual ceremony facilitators in the world and leads breathwork workshops around the world. Breath workshops. They should be called breath workshops. We talk everything from how to live longer, how to effectively manifest, and how to change your life to achieve your ideal perfect days. And as always, my favorite topic, burnout. So without further ado, enjoy. As I was saying before we started recording, I feel like the timing has just aligned perfectly because when my team discovered you, right now I'm so preoccupied and I'm kind of like obsessed with efficiency and going fast and getting a lot of stuff done. I love checking things off my to-do list. Like productivity is like a drug to me. And I don't think that's healthy because now my body is deteriorating in so many different ways. Like I'm having issues in my digestive system. I just started getting vertigo. And so I think I, it's so, I'm so excited to sit down with you because you work so deeply with chronic illnesses and breath work and, you know, holistically fixing from, I wouldn't say fixing, but you know, like providing solutions from the inside out. Bring it back to balance, restoring balance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm very, very off balance. And so I know that you had started in a corporate career before you transitioned into this. Can you tell me a bit about that? Sure. Yeah. You want me to go now? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, actually I started off uh, as a pharmacist in the UK. Uh, This was like back in early 2004. And that was where I really got to understand what the whole healthcare system is about. Mm. And I was just extremely just mind boggled at the way it was all set up and the fact that people would just go away literally with shopping bags full of drugs 
every single month. You'd see people come in for one medication, they'll go away with three or four within a few months, you know. So it was like, I, was, I felt like there was something not right with the system. There was a, a deep spiritual void in the whole profession. Right. So I wanted to do something about it to, just to give myself some job satisfaction because I was so dissatisfied. And actually within a few years of just like crazy hedonistic partying and trying to, you know, find different ways to escape, you know, the pain of this profession, I eventually had a bit of a breakdown and went to a Tony Robbins event. And that was really eye-opening because that's not something I'd ever have at that time gone to. It was just, okay. just not who I am. But now I'm like all into that stuff. Totally. But, but the last day was the first time I heard anyone speak about health in terms of diet, nutrition, exercise, breathing, and things like that. And I was like, right, I've got a pharmacy full of sick patients. I'm going to put Tony Robbins to the test and see if he's full of shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like, if this stuff works, I've got a great testing ground. So that's exactly what I decided to do. And I would, like, write shopping lists for patients. You only have, like, a couple of minutes to, um, you know, to speak to a patient. So the fastest way to write a shopping list is say, hey, uh, you know, your body is like a super efficient engine and you've been putting the wrong fuel into your body, just like what would happen, you know, if you were to put the wrong fuel into your car, you know, it just chugs along and it breaks down. Well, the same thing you've been doing all along. So just with like reframing the importance of food, they, there were those who took my advice, which quite a lot of people did actually, because most people didn't want to be on loads of med medications. Right. And it was incredible. Within a few weeks, I was getting all these letters, like people calling me up, doctors calling me up, saying whatever you're doing is amazing. You're getting great results for our patients. Uh, so that gave me a lot of like, you know, hope. I was like, right, I can do something with this. And eventually I got promoted to the head office of a really big corporation in the UK. And this is where I was uh, actually going to do a more elaborate version of this healthy shopping list service for patients based on their conditions. And it would be like web-based and food could be delivered to people's homes. You know, it would be, cool. be amazing. I think it would have been a fantastic service. But for some reason, they shelved the idea within six months. And that's when I just lost all hope you know, for... Because I, I felt like I'm now going to have to go back to being a community pharmacist and it was just like too depressing. Right. And the fear came over me, big emotions of fear, anxiety, and just frustration, anger with the whole system. And then boom, I actually got hit with a chronic illness called ulcerative colitis. And I was then housebound for almost a year. And then I became the patient myself. Wow. And that was the best thing that could ever happen to me because... That's where I really got an insight into how you really get healthy, you know, how you really get aligned to what you truly are and your life purpose and all this stuff. And there was this one point where like, I had, you know, done all the conventional treatments. I kind of surrendered to the whole healthcare system. Nothing had helped. And I was being told like diet doesn't have an impact. Uh, you know, the only thing that can work is pills, uh, you know, stress levels nothing nothing makes an impact in your disease apart from the medication or we have to take your colon out this is what the consultant was telling me so i was really desperate and they say god sounds a gift of desperation but in that moment is when luckily somebody came to my rescue like she's a swami a, a yoga teacher in the uk and she 
said to me, look, you've got a gift. If you can heal yourself from this, you're going to be an amazing role model to other people, uh, especially if you do it, you know, holistically and you can put science to it and all this stuff. So she basically said, look, I'll teach you the basics of, you know, these ancient practices from pranayama, meditation and Ayurveda. And that sent me down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. At that point, I like, when I started to get some benefits from just the breathing techniques, I just wanted to learn as much as I could. And I went really deep into Ayurveda and discovered all these different ways of looking at my diet because the Ayurvedic system is really profound because it, it's, it's holistic and it's not based on a one size fits all approach. It basically takes into account that you're individual and you're mm-hmm. unique and you can figure out your right lifestyle plan for you. And then most diseases, chronic diseases like autoimmune, are spiritual disturbances. So they're a disturbance of the spirit. So with the Ayurvedic approach, I figured out actually that I'd been doing something that's completely wrong because we're, we're told all these things about the raw vegan diet, right? At that time, it was really popular about it will cure everything. And right. so I started to try that. And I even did all the fruitarian stuff and it made my symptoms like horrifically worse. Whoa. And I was like, well, what was going on? I'm, I'm doing all the right things. But with the Ayurvedic system, it showed me that actually I need a completely different type of diet. I need more of a paleo diet for colitis, also colitis. Um, and that's eventually what I went back to. And it cured everything. Well, it was a big part of it. It wasn't the only thing, but it was a big part of the, the overall solution. But then with the whole Ayurvedic system and pranayama, you learn various breathing techniques that help you switch off stress just like this, you know, and help you to even actually alter your conscious state Mm. so that you can go in literally like a software programmer, reprogramming your operating system, which is the mind. And according, so I I discovered this book as well by uh, Dr. Joseph Murphy, which actually he's like considered like the father of personal development. And he wrote a book, he wrote a book called the power of your subconscious mind, um, which is all about, well, it's actually bringing in Christian science because he was actually a Christian, like quite a devout Christian, but he also studied Ayurveda and was into Buddhism and Eastern medicine. Cool. And he's a pharmacist and he's also a pharmacist. So he brought the two worlds together and he created this system uh, called the power of, it was in this book called the power of the subconscious mind. And it's all about scientific prayers where you can reprogram the unconscious mind in a certain state mm-hmm. of mind, which is a, like a going into church, you know, those low brainwave states where you're like, yeah, like a theta state almost. Yeah, that, that's it. It's like going to church, basically into a okay. sanctuary and you'd pray in that state and it would get you into a place where you can actually reprogram the deep architecture of your thoughts and your cool. habits and where everything, everything we do, you know, all our actions come from. And so I started to use these mantras that he had in the book. But I then combined it with the breathing techniques, which the breathing techniques, when done with music, rhythmic music, hypnotic music, with these mantras combined, visualization was just this like crazy, like experience. Like it's so true. Totally. And, and I'll do it in the, to add to another layer to it, I do it in the sauna as well. Oh, wow. The sauna is like the church. It's like going into a church, but it's super hot. And you get this heat, like, 
radiating through you. So you get massive blood flow going into the to the midbrain. You know, this is where all the, the pineal gland is and the pituitary. So you're like going into these really deep altered states with these powerful breathing techniques. It's so simple, but so powerful. And I think that that was the real magic. Like that, that created a, a huge catalyst into reprogramming my perception of fear and what I was afraid of, you know, and I, I created a sense of hope, I cultivated hope through studying. This was a thing from Tony Robbins, oh, it's model success. So when I was going on all the forums, I was looking at all these like feedback from people who have got ulcer colitis and it's the worst thing ever. Like literally you're shitting blood like 40, 50 times a day. And, oh and most God. of those people were so depressed. Sure. I'd lost a third of my body weight. So you're reading all these things. There's no hope. Some of them had them for like 20 years. This, I was like, oh my God, I, I can't handle this for 20 years. And I was so depressed, you know. So I started to look at all the success stories. I started to find testimonials of people who had actually healed themselves. And it was amazing. There was, loads, there was quite a lot of them, actually, if you look. And so I started to do what they do. And through that, I discovered even more powerful hacks with breathing, with different supplements that you can take, food-based ones. They're all also Ayurvedic. You know, there's Ayurvedic approaches, so, which I took. And that eventually led over a crazy amount of like, adventures and meeting other great, amazing people around the world um, to what we've got now. And it's really amazing that you asked me this question because... So we've created this school called Soma Breath, which is based on this transformation I went through, which is, but it's a customized approach to healthcare. And we, we also help people with gut issues. And um, this lady, literally, she messaged me yesterday. Uh, we, we spoke on the call because she had like worse situation than me, worse type of gut issue than me. She, for 40 years. No. 40 years. <gasps> and she started to do our techniques and, Literally, it's been mind-boggling for the doctors. They have no idea wow. what's going on because she's like managed to heal it for the first time. And then, I don't know if I should say it, maybe this is controversial, but she got, a, she got the vaccines and then she got the third dose and it floored her. Like it brought all of her symptoms back. Like the booster shot? Yeah, the booster one. Okay. So then she went full power on colostrum again, doing our techniques for like doing it more than she normally would. Boom. And it touched wood at the moment. Yesterday, she said her symptoms are significantly improved. So let's see how it progresses. But yeah, it's been, I mean, we get stories like this quite often. I've got loads of case studies like this of other people who we've helped where the conventional treatments stopped working or they no longer helped. And we've given them a new lease of hope, you know? Right. So, yeah, so it's been a really you know, amazing journey and I'm so grateful that I can, you know, do this now instead of what I was doing before. For sure. I mean, like being on the ground floor and, and being a part of what you didn't believe in at the time probably was so confusing and conflicting because I, I mean, I've talked about this with friends of mine too. Like I had to start, or I guess I didn't have to, but I chose to start antidepressants a couple of years, maybe last year I was working on this show that was really taxing and it was the only way that I could show up on set without having like extreme anxiety. And now, I mean, like, I don't even know it's, I've been taking it for a year, so I don't even know like if it's really doing anything um, or if, because I stopped taking it for a couple of days and then I started to get really dizzy. 
And so I was like, okay, is this like a withdrawal symptom? And obviously I don't want to be on antidepressants my entire life. Mm. And so, I mean, it's a small dose and it's, it's easy enough now, but you know, when I have kids and I, I just don't want it in my system forever. And I'm wondering if maybe I adopt some of these practices where I'm being more mindful and, and better to myself, because like at this point I'm, I'm like, I'm only eating snacks. Like I'm not even eating full meals because I'm so, I'm like working so hard and I know it's so bad. And like, I talk to my therapist and I'm like, I know this is bad. And I, and I can hear it when I'm saying it, that I'm like addicted to work, but that's something I'm working on. But what I really need to do is, is is something you're working on. That's hilarious. Yeah. Just add it to my to-do list. I'm going to work on not working so much. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I, I'm so prone to burnout so much because I give myself a break when I burn out. And then after I give myself a break, like bedridden break, because I, I can't do anything else. Then when I finally feel like I have enough energy, then I go back to the rat race and I'm just 24 seven working again. And then I burn out again. So I'm like, like you said, like God gives you a a gift of desperation. Like I feel like I've gotten enough burnout to where I can, I can stop it from happening. I can prevent the burnout, but I can't like, I can prevent it from happening as bad as it is before, but I can't stop it from happening unless I start, you know, like practicing breath work or like being with myself. And so I, I am so interested in I guess the timeline, which is so hilarious, like you can't put a timeline on something like this, but like if someone starts um, the Soma Breath program or starts being really cognizant with their breath, how long until they see a difference? And obviously it would be like automatic because you'll feel good, but like the real deep difference, how long would you say? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. But see, it also, also first starts and everything begins with this is having an image of what, clari- what the clarity of what the future that you want looks like, right? So, like, how would you see yourself in an ideal situation? Like, at the moment you're in this rep- repetitive cycle, you're, you're going through this pattern which you know is not desirable. So what would the alternative that's, like, where you're in your happy place, how would that look? How would that look to you? Oh man. I think like waking up without an alarm, having a, a couple, like an hour to myself where I just read and have tea or coffee and don't look at my email. That's something that I'm really bad at. I look at my email as soon as I wake up in bed. So like kind of no technology for the first hour. And then throughout my day, um, I'm a creative in like so many different ways, but the main thing I'm working on right now is interior design and like home flipping. So I love doing projects because it's so mindful and I get to use my body and I'm not distracted by anything else. I'm really with the wood and the materials. So if I could just do that and it's, it's this play flow state and then I do admin a couple hours a day and then spend time with my loved ones without any other technology, like quality time, and then get to bed at a reasonable hour. That would be like the goal. That's amazing. So you already are pretty clear, like you quite like, you know, clearly just stated exactly what it is that you see, you know, your reality to be. So there's something that prevents us from getting out of that cycle, Right. Yeah. And what that really is, is, is it's something that lies deep within our own architecture. 
And this comes from knowing thyself, who you truly are. And what breathwork can help people to do is to really unravel the layers of who we are. And what often we find is that we get these insatiable drives, you know, these alpha personality types like yourself and myself, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm included. You know, we, we, we need to achieve, achieve, achieve. It comes from something that happened quite often in like a childhood. Right. Like the first seven years of a life. And it's not like a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with any of this stuff. Like it's great. Some people thrive off this, create things that change humanity forever. Yeah, they burn out, but at least they left their mark on humanity at some point. You know, I'd rather like like have a an amazing life where I've left a mark on humanity and not suppressed my mm-hmm. my pa- power, you know, my full power. Um, because and then just to have a mediocre kind of existence. I want to mm-hmm. have it, but the, the key is balance. So the reason why we often go off balance is because there are some negative programmings. They're not like, I wouldn't say, I don't like to use the word negative, but there are some programmings that are undesirable and they happen usually in the first seven years of our life. So the whole yogic, traditional yogic system was all about peeling off the layers to reveal who you truly are, your true essence. And through that, you can then really align yourself with your true life path. So what what you might find is that in your life, you're doing tons of different things, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's a trait of very creative people. Very creative people love to do a hundred projects at the same time. Yeah. And we sometimes forget that actually that we've tried that in the past and we end up only doing like two of them. So why not try and figure out what is it that really makes you tick and then go after the just do a few things, small things, and become the master of those things. Hone yourself into one thing even, and just become the master of those things. You know, because Leonardo da Vinci is a classic. He actually, he actually had this problem where he couldn't, he was a starter, he, he couldn't finish things. He, mm. he started things, but he couldn't finish. And he did loads of things that were half finished. That's so me. <laughs> yeah, but he still managed to then control that and channel it into a few great works of art that became these like things that leave a legacy on the planet, right? So, so that's what we're going to try and figure out is to balance and channel our energy. And a lot of this also comes from the control of energy, learning how to direct your energy in the body. And that's what pranayama is. Pranayama is energy control. Okay. So that's what it means, pranayama. So through breathing techniques, you can create like more of an efficient use of your own energy and to understand your limits and, and things like that as well. So you can even create more energy. Like that's the other thing with, cool. with pranayama is where you can actually become more resilient to stress. So you may become even more of an effective high achiever, you know, with certain, like I've, I found my productivity is insane, but I, I focus it into art, like music. I'm really into making, producing music. And I've done so much different genres and different types of music over the years, but I've built an amazing team around me who do all the stuff that I don't want to do because I figured out that right. I can't do it all. Yes. So I'm really good at cultivating teams and getting people into my mission. And, and um, so that's the way I've managed to balance my mad, crazy energy too, because I can do too many things, but I've realized that what we're doing with Soma Breath saves lives. It, like, it needs to get to everybody's hands. Yes. And, and, you know, I'd be disservicing humanity if I did something else. So that's my big mission. But within that, I'm able to build a team and then focus on the areas that I'm really good at. 
and just do that. And then that way I'm also patient and accepting that, you know, I can only really grow as fast as the team can also manage things. But then that comes down with patience and, and awareness. So all of this stuff actually is what you like can train and learn in through traditional yoga. But what I've done with Soma Breath is to demystify it a bit. Yeah. Make it a bit more accessible and easier to understand and to, to get results from. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I, I have two different thoughts. I want to talk more about demystifying it, but before that. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. You had mentioned that you realized your strengths and then you pretty much outsourced and, and built a team of people that can do the things that you aren't very good at or don't want to do or somebody else is more skilled at. Yeah. What was the point where you realized that you could not do it all? <laughs> so, okay, so I got to a plateau in my business. I got to a point where I was just making us like a, you know, comfortable five to 10 K a month with no effort whatsoever. I didn't, it was like, you know, the, the, the four hour work week type business, right? Yeah. I read the Tim Ferriss manual and it worked and boom, I was happy days living in Thailand. So I got very chilled out and my desires weren't as high as they could be, but it was when I started to, um, what I did with that time though, was I started to really focus on perfecting one skill. And that was with the music and the mm. breath and these experiences that I created with breath and music together. And these were like taking people into, they were designed to take people into these peak experiences. So it's like you're doing some kind of crazy psychedelic journey, like, but without taking it, just your breath. Yeah. And I do these big festival experiences, like 100, 200 people. So what happened was I got the benefit of time and what happened what I realized was that the only way that I can now grow, because I loved what this experience was to, to the next level, is I couldn't keep doing what I've already been doing, trying to do it all on my own. There's, there's no way I could do it. So I needed to find, a, I'm a right, I realized, I accepted myself that I'm a right brain person mm -hmm. and every right brain person needs a partner to manage them who's left brained. And mm -hmm. both cannot exists without the with each other that's the great thing with symbiotic relationships so by stroke of fate my best friend in thailand in copangam happened to be that left brain amazing 
Yeah, and we is you know it was an amazing story how we all figured that out. But he ended up being able to do all of the things that I didn't want to do. We did a crazy, like amazing psychedelic mushroom ceremony with breathwork. Cool. To try and figure out like how to go to the next level because he didn't know what he wanted to do, and I I was like plateaued, and I was like, how am I going to take what I want to do to the next level? And from that, like so much incredible stuff's like come because now I could focus on my craft and he did, he focused on really becoming the best, you know, business manager. Uh, Cause there's a lot of like with what we do, I don't know if it's for you, but to run a company, there's a lot of left brain stuff you need to do. hundred percent accounts. There's the tracking analytics. There's the, yeah. all this management stuff. And like, it's, for me, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I could do it if I really, right. I could do it if I put, but it would just kill my creativity. So completely. So yeah. So it, it, it does come from experience and it comes from then meditation and the, these meditation techniques really help you to like figure out your truth and that, mm-hmm. because we, 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 what happens, we often get stuck in our heads and with the right meditation techniques and the breathing techniques, you can actually get into the body and start to feel what your body's trying to tell you. You know, like you, you'll have pain in your gut or in your chest when you're entering into a situation which isn't aligned. You'll, you'll hear it, you'll feel it, but most people numb it down, suppress it, and then it turns into disease or they make crazy mistakes. Um, but when you learn to listen to that intuition and that, body intelligence, the somatic intelligence, that's when you can start to trust your, your own decision-making more, you know, because it's so often like, you'll be like somebody with a mastermind group will tell you, oh, you got to do this. You got to try this. And then, oh, this is working for me. And then you're trying to go down that path because they, it's worked for them and it's totally not aligned and you'll end up making, you know, I, I've done these mistakes in the past, but now I'm really good at saying no to stuff and like being very careful about you know, getting into new situations because it's not aligned. It's not part of the mission. So when you have a big enough, clear mission, it's harder to get distracted. For anyone listening that doesn't have a clear mission currently, how do you develop that? Is that through meditation or is, is it a little bit more left brained of like, this is the ideal life that I want? Like, where do you start if you're unhappy with your life? Great. So we have this 21 day course, which is all about this actually called the 21 day awakening journey. It's really a a journey of awakening, waking up to your true self is because in order to manifest, you have to know who you are and what's right and what's aligned. Otherwise you end up manifesting bad shit. Mm -hmm. Everyone's in a master manifesto. Everyone is manifesting exactly what is that they want and deserve at every moment because we are all manifest. We're always constantly creating stuff, but most of the time it's not always the thing that we want for a lot of people and they end up like doing the things that they don't want um it's not it's not consciously what they want it's like unconsciously they've been programmed to 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 create whatever it is they're creating but when you get really clear on yourself and you consciously start to realize uh who you truly are what it is that you want and you have a vision and that's why i asked you at the beginning what's your vision what's the image that you see um, we do this meditation called the average perfect day. And with this average perfect day, what you do, you, you go into like a trance state and you start to create an image 
of your perfect day, your average perfect day. So not a day right. which is like wild, crazy, going to Las Vegas, doing loads of lines <laughs> of something and blowing loads of money, you know, like in casino, nothing like that. I'm talking like a sustainable, average, perfect day, right? So right. one that you can just live and sustain for, for as long as you can. And um, so we do this meditation. It's a series of self-inquiry questions that ask you that. And that helps people to start to realize like where they'd want to live, who they mm. want to live with, who's the kind of person they want to be with, who their real friends are, who, what's the kind of, and then you also ask what's your average perfect client or customer or things like you can do the same thing for, for your business or work. And you can also cost out this vision. You can be like, work out well, how much would it cost to have that home? How much would it cost to, you know, um, buy that furniture or go on those vacations? And, and what do I who do I need to be to, to attract that kind of person that I want in my life. And when you start to really like, you know, figure this stuff out and analyze it, you start to realize, oh shit, that's like really expensive. I don't know if I actually really want that. And then you start changing and you start looking elsewhere. And, you know, I was like, had this dream of living in San Diego in, you know, in this big mansion overlooking the, the, the ocean. And I actually did end up not the big mansion, but close to it at one point. But it, to sustain that lifestyle was insane. Like the people right. I found in California, they work crazy hard and they're like, they're not living a four hour work week, work week. And I wanted that. I wanted that more free lifestyle to explore and create. Right. And I found that in Thailand, you could have the same experience, same kind of standard of living in Koh Phangan. And I went there like seven years ago and we've just had an amazing, amazing, like we're now in Spain, even in Spain, you can have amazing lifestyle but Copenhagen is a really special place places like Bali as well where you can have like a yeah. very good holistic healthy mm -hmm. happy lifestyle um for less and then you're not so stressed out all the time trying to achieve and achieve and trying to make money and be in the rat race and keep up with everybody else you know so right so these are the things that you can figure out eventually but then if it's coming to your own personal mission I found like the best is to have a look back in your own life and look at the things that really made an impact in your life, like a serious impact. I'm talking like change the course of your life. Like would mm -hmm. it, was it a product? Was it a book? Was it like a course you did, like a, a person, a relationship? Or, you know, maybe it was you got went for a disease like I did, you know, and maybe you healed yourself or you're on that journey. Um, but, you know, maybe when you heal yourself, you could actually teach other people how to do the same thing. You know, maybe you're amazing, like you love playing the guitar. Maybe you can teach other people to play the guitar and build some kind of business that way or do some music therapy type thing or whatever, you know, there's so many things. So um, these are the sorts of things that we ask a lot of questions in, in Soma Breath to, to figure out what it is that you really want, you know. I love that. I agree. I mean, I think that it sounds like a really in-depth therapy session with yourself. And that's what I love so much because I mean, when I go to therapy, it's like, I'm, I'm not getting told anything about me. It's just like, here's a question. And then I come to terms with it. And it, it makes the biggest difference when I think of something versus someone telling me something about myself. That's it. Yeah. And so that's so nice that there, it, it's so inquisitive where it gives you the time and the space in order to figure out your perfect life. That's so cool. Cool. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so so after the 21-day course, what is it called again? It's called the 21-day awakening journey awakening or journey. protocol. We sometimes call it protocol. Yeah. Okay, so if I do the 21-day awakening journey protocol, then what happens after that? Then I have all the tools that I need to live that life? Yeah, so the 21-day is really, it's, it's really awakening up thing. And it will give you your lifestyle that will help you cultivate the, this average perfect day. But it will also... Um, help you figure it out and also help you figure out what you don't want. Right. And what it follows the 21 day protocol is this breath protocol, which it's first, you start with the first week, a 20 minute, uh, breath meditation. Okay. And it gives you a dose of intermittent hypoxia. Intermittent hypoxia is this incredible physiological state that you can cultivate um, through the breath by holding your breath in a certain way for a certain length of time, right? And you have to do a certain process to do that. But what it does is it actually exercises your mitochondria on a mitochondrial level. And what it does is it, it makes you really efficient at using oxygen. Mm. Through that, you'll have more energy, you have more red blood cells, you have better circulation around your body, and you have a more efficient way of getting oxygen into your body. And you and the net result of that is you're going to have more energy. You're going to feel better. Your mood improves. And through that, you're going to take better actions, make better decisions, get better results. So the, just, to, just that protocol along, if you just did the breath meditations, because the first week is 20, then 45 minutes of the next week. And then the next week after that, 60 minutes. Wow. And the last week is really profound. You're, getting, you're doing like five doses of this IHT, intermittent hypoxia, but it what it does is it takes you just through the breath and the music into a peak human experience. You go into like a fully charged, like like it's, people have conversations with God. They they have yeah. these like they feel like they're in the room with angels. They some people just just feel amazing afterwards. You know, others maybe they don't get anything at all, but. Most people get some profound, like amazing impact off this 60 minutes, but you're doing it every day for seven days. Wow. It's super potent. And through that, lots of profound visions, realizations come through. Because when you hold your breath for a certain period of time, okay, what it can also do, it's physiological state, is it can uh, actually wake up like blood vessels all around your body. There's another reason we call it the awakening, but also in your mind, in your brain, because when you hold your breath for a certain period, it doesn't cause any harm. Don't worry about that. But when you do it for a, a, a 
a long enough period, um, you lower the oxygen and your body freaks out thinking it's running out of oxygen. So what does it do? It, it actually increases red blood cells and capillaries all around your body, especially in your heart and your brain. So your heart and your brain expand and you start to wake up parts of the brain. So this technique is called Kumbhaka and it's also like what these superhuman yogis would, would perfect to wake up the Kundalini, get into these heightened Kundalini states. And in these very powerful, potent, like awakened states, when you put affirmations and visualizations to that, it's literally like it, you're creating magic. Right. And some of the manifesting stories we get after the 21 days is like insane. So the whole 21 days is like a manifesting experience. You're doing literally a breath meditation to create a result in your life over 21 days. But you'll then go away with a, 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 like a way of life that is way better than what you had before. Yeah. Way more aligned to who you are. We use the Ayurvedic system to figure out what you should eat, how you should exercise, your sleep patterns. Um, also, you know, the breathing techniques for you. And then exercise, like we show you different ways to exercise, the Soma yoga rituals. And it's, it's really profound. It's super powerful. But we get a lot of people getting healing results. We have people stop fixing their relationships, other people creating their dream life. But that will happen over the course of time, you know. So the 21 days is really like an immersive experience. Some yeah. people get big results during that time. But then a lot of people, their life just, you just vibrate at a higher frequency. You know, like yeah. if you're into manifesting and and vibration, the law of vibration. So yeah. every everything is rhythmical in nature, right? Anything that has an energy, everything is energy. So everything has a vibration, frequency to it. And your breath itself is a cycle, it's a vibration because your breath actually is such a important cycle, rhythm of your body that every other function in your, your body or the biorhythms are subservient to the rhythm of the breath. Right, so your breath can bring harmony and balance to all the other physiological functions of your body. So when you're very chronically stressed, when you're like burning out, what's happened is you've just taken a massive load of strain off your nervous system, you know. And what what's happening is uh, all of the the cycles or the patterns are going off balance, off sync. So your sleeping will get disrupted, your digestion will get upset. Um, you're just your sense of well-being gets gets off center. Mm -hmm. So actually, Ayurveda is all about bringing balance, restoring balance. And with just breathing techniques alone, you can restore considerable balance. You even when you're like feeling crap, like lousy, you can just do a breathing technique that will bring balance back in. You know, and in fact, our life depends on this balance. Like our, the pH of our blood is a perfect like 7.83 and it it is always around that ph yeah. right if it goes off you know too much off that balance you, you die because it, every function in your life deter is dependent on that balance and what creates that balance is the ratio of oxygen and carbon dioxide all right and that's what creates that balance. so oxygen carbon dioxide the two gases of respiration are so important for life because of this balance, but it's also so important because that's how you produce energy. Oxygen is what you breathe in and it goes into the mitochondria and it 
produces, it burns like a fire to produce ATP energy. And this is this biophotonic light energy that drives every function of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then CO2 is what's produced. But without the right balance of CO2, you can't get oxygen from your red blood cells to your cells. And one of the problems with when you're stressed and going off balance is we breathe much faster than we need to because we start to unconsciously hyperventilate because our body feels that we're in a stressful, hostile environment. And so it's preparing for battle. And it's like preparing for battle. You're like right. on, on high alert, right? And that depletes, it drains your, your resources because your body is constantly trying to restore this balance of the oxygen carbon dioxide. But if you're breathing much faster than you need to, you're getting rid of a lot of carbon dioxide from your, because every time you exhale, you breathe out carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. Breathe in oxygen, breathe out carbon dioxide. So too fast breathing messes up the entire balance. It's called hyperventilation. And so actually through our techniques, your breath will become really calm, rhythmical, smooth. And therefore what will happen is you'll get really good oxygen levels to the rest of your body from your blood cells and your well-being just improves. And the slower you breathe, the healthier you are and the longer you live. Like more and more science and evidence is coming that shows us that your longevity, your how old you, you know, your body physiologically ages, um, you know, the speed of aging is re- related to oxygenation in your body and how well you can handle oxygen in your body and tolerate it. So the more efficient you use in oxygen, the less oxygen you need. Because the problem with oxygen, oxygen, is that it oxidizes and ox- the process of oxidation is that just like a combustion engine, a car, it produces like, like basically damage and wear and tear right. to your body through free radicals, which affects your DNA and it affects the balance and the strength of your cells and your vitality. So too much oxygenation will cause aging. It's, that's why we need antioxidants in our diet because that protects from oxidation. So that somehow the ancient yogis figured this out. And they, if you look at pranayama, you look at traditional yoga, it's a system, it's a science of making you so efficient using oxygen that you can hold your breath for long periods of time and your breathing rate so slow. Like Lao Tzu, the Chinese philosopher, said a perfect human breathes as though he's not breathing at all. And he's completely right. Because also if you look at the animal kingdom, animals that live a very long time, free of disease, like elephants and turtles, they breathe very slowly, like one to two breaths per minute, right? Animals that don't live a long time, like rats and mice, they breathe super fast, like 150, 300 breaths per minute. They live like one or two years. But the naked mole rat is a weird anomaly because the naked mole rat lives underground in a hypoxic environment, right? Which is a low oxygen environment and it can hold its breath for 18 minutes at a time, right? Oh my God. <laughs> and it, yeah, and guess what? It lives 30 years um, pretty much free of disease, right? So compared to normal rats, which live like one year, right? Mm-hmm. And then whales, whales, they can hold their breath for two hours <gasps> and they live over 200 years. Right. There is a correlation here between longevity, right? Breath hold time and your... Um, breathing rates. And this is also like the yogis say that, you know, Sivananda, famous yogi says that if you want to live like less than 70 years, breathe over 20 breaths per minute. 
And that's actually the average breath rate is around 15 to 20 breaths a minute. Breathe, breathe over 20 breaths a minute. If you want to live uh, above 70 years, up to 80 years, breathe below 15 breaths a minute. If you want to live well over 80 years, then breathe less than 10 breaths per minute. And there's many studies now that shows the benefits of breathing at six breaths per minute. Between 10 and six breaths per minute is a real sweet spot. But real efficient yogis, they can slow their breathing right down to like one breath per minute. So like in inhale for 30 seconds, exhale for 30 seconds. Wow. The, as you're talking about this, I'm b- trying to breathe as slow as I can. I bet everyone listening is like holding their breath almost because I, I definitely, I think I do probably do like 15 breaths per minute for sure. And if you're talking a lot, you end up hyperventilating too. So when you talk a lot, I don't know if you notice this, you get a little bit dizzy sometimes or lightheaded and might lose your train of thought sometimes. Yeah. That's because we're hyperventilating. And when you hyperventilate, you're breathing out all the carbon dioxide. And that means there's no, you need the carbon dioxide to get the oxygen to go into the cells. Like your oxygen goes to where carbon dioxide levels are higher. So that's our special way of signaling the body where to drop off oxygen, the blood to drop off oxygen. So when you hyperventilate, actually, the carbon dioxide goes and that signal goes. So the oxygen stays stuck to your red blood cells and doesn't go into the the cells. So your brain gets less oxygen. So you feel lightheaded and you lose your train of thought and you're not thinking clearly. Because you've got brain fog and you're not getting the oxygen into the body tissue cells. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I really feel like I'm going to like, as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'm going to start the 21 days, like actually, because I also think that that would be such a good way for me to take mandatory breaks because, and and when, in your experience, when does it work the best? Like when does, when do your clients really like to do it? Is it in the morning when they just wake up or before bed or in the middle of the day? Is there a specific time that works better or does not matter? Yeah, the morning um, on empty stomach is when we advise to do it. Uh, But, you know, like you can fit it in other times of the day, but pranayama generally, breathing techniques, even yoga is generally done in the early hours of like, you know, 6 a.m. But we don't have to, for we live in a different world now. So, but 6 a.m. is like the ideal when you wake up, right? We should wake up for for the sunrise, okay? But if you do it on empty stomach, when you wake up, that's best. But you can also do other breathing techniques like during the day, like on your breaks. We actually have an app called Chair Guru for people who spend a lot of time in the chair. And oh, it, cool. it's like a, it's a, it's a Google Chrome app and it gives you an alert and these videos pop up and uh, it gives you exercises to do in your chair. Oh, I love that. Okay, cool. So I'm going to put chair, chair Guru and also the 21 day program in the show notes Um, Is there anything else that would help anyone that might be listening that is struggling with, with kind of this unclear vision or on the way to burnout? Like obviously breath work will change your life and I can't wait until it changes mine. But is there any like last piece of advice that you would give anyone that you know, had it was, excuse me, was in a position where you were like, um, in your corporate career where you were unhappy and you needed to make a change. Yeah. So for me always, okay. Like, you know, if you look back, um, everything is a perfect alignment. So I wouldn't change anything about my life and everything came, the realizations all came at the right time. But 
still, even with that said, it could probably even, my life could even be way better if I had taken action sooner. Because mm. like often what happens is we wait till we've burnt out and then you have to burn bridges on something, you know, and then you get more focus. But why not just get focused right from the start? So, so like there's one question that you've got to ask yourself every morning when you wake up. Are you enthusiastic to get out of bed uh, to do a hard day's work? Or are you waking up feeling like, oh, you just want to press the alarm clock and stay in bed? You know, because, and also, are you waking up with enthusiasm to be kind and compassionate to other people? The moment you say no to those things is the beginning of chronic stress. So if you stop listening to that first morning feeling, which is your real alarm bell, that's your alarm bell. If that alarm bell goes off in the morning, every morning internally telling you, oh, I can't get out, I don't want to go to work. Oh, and you have this regret, like this fear of somebody you're going to interact with or whatever. Maybe you're even getting bullied and that's why you're not getting out. That's the time you've got to change. You've got to trust the, the higher universe, you know, to put you in alignment because, and then you go after what it is that you really want. Because unless you do that, you're going to get much worse. You're going to, you're going to keep repeating the same pattern to the point where you collapse, break down, you're going to be sick or you're going to be full of regrets. And maybe it's too late then you're, you're much older. Maybe you've numbed yourself enough to survive half your life doing something you don't want to do. But if you'd listen to yourself at that moment, right? That, and you listen to that question, you went, all right, I'm not getting out of bed. And you don't get out of bed and you go, right, I'm quitting and I'm going to go after the thing that I want. Or I'm going to, I'm seriously going to make a game plan, a strategy to get out of this rut. And I'm going to find a mentor and, and find somebody to model who's successful in what I want to do. Um, when you do that and you just do it with no fear and breathing techniques can help you overcome the fear and give you that dopamine rush to go after your goals just with the breath. You don't need, you know, cocaine or anything like that to get yeah. self-confidence. You can do it with the breath and then you can go boom. And then you can, with faith, trust in the higher power that they're going to deliver your dream for you. But mm. remember, it all comes down to knowing who you are. So you've got to really search deep and figure out what is it that you really want to do what is it that you don't want to do like be honest and and work on like your daily habits change them to become more healthy more health conscious and do the things that you know are right you know just yeah just, we just don't do them enough like we 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 don't we lose self-confidence yeah i think that the first morning feeling is such a good litmus test. And I, I've never really thought about that before because there's so many days where I wake up, I'm like, oh, okay, I have to go do this. And I'm dragging myself out of bed versus other days where I get to build something or I'm designing and I'm hopping out of bed, music is on and I look like Cinderella with like the birds everywhere. So I think first morning feeling is such a good way to end this podcast. I, again, will put all of the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time. I'm, I'm really excited to do the 21 days. I'll let you know how it goes. Oh, great. I love it. Yeah, we'll hook you up with it. That'd be awesome. Amazing. Thank you. I hope that was useful. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>